Uh, it is that magical time of the year where we are surrounded by rumors, lies, and hypotheticals. Lots of statements floating around about the future of Jose Abreu, uh, players that might be traded, as well as players that are untouchable. Also, the Chicago White Sox managerial search continues to evolve with candidates being interviewed and also candidates allegedly targeted. Welcome to the Chicago White Sox offseason. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and players that were supposed to be on the White Sox are on center stage. Andrew Vaughn is a topic of conversation as the White Sox are rumored to be saying goodbye to Jose Abreu and the search for a manager continues as new names are added to the list. Uh, welcome to the Chicago White Sox offseason. Uh, I stepped away uh, last week. Uh, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, if you're on social media, Boy, you know that this is rumor season. Uh, even though the playoffs are still going on, there are so many different uh, folks thinking uh, that they have got the inside track on what is going on uh, with uh, Jose Abreu and with other players, uh, how this managerial search is headed. Uh, social media can take you down a bunch of different rabbit holes. And uh, in a way, it's kind of interesting, you know, if every, you know, we're starting with a clean slate maybe, uh, but if you've been a fan of this organization for a while now, you, you get kind of what might happen. What's, what's really the realistic route for the Chicago White Sox. And we'll be talking about that uh, in the off season, uh, especially after the world series, when things pick up and, and into the, the winter meeting, I should say in December, uh, so some of the items from this past week that I was following, you know, I, I took a week off, but have not stopped uh, thinking about the White Sox. Uh, the White Sox are my off-season team. Uh, they are my hobby uh, all year round. Andrew Vaughn and Dylan Cease, uh, you, you've probably seen this. Uh, they have been mentioned as being untouchable players uh, as the Sox try to, you know, refigure maybe the culture, refigure uh, the personnel, uh, obviously, a new manager is coming in, and hopefully, they will have the opportunity to bring in new coaching staff and and what that team is going to look like. What's the identity? What's the makeup? And that could mean uh, certain players uh, might be traded off. Rick Hahn has talked about uh, the White Sox are probably not going to be throwing money at problems, which has uh, never really been an issue for the White Sox. Uh, it could be the trade market and how they redefine this team in 2023 and 
Uh, Andrew Vaughn and Cease are names that have come off as untouchable, whether you believe that or not. Uh, we can make a case, I guess, for both of those. You could also make a case that no one should really be untouchable right now uh, if you're trying to reimagine the, the White Sox and get them back on top of the AL Central and beyond. You know, uh, that's what we're looking for. Bob Nightingale from USA Today has also talked about within the last week, and there have been other reports. Uh, Bruce Levine, I think, came out with something uh, on Twitter and, and 670 the score. It was mentioned uh, that the Sox are going to be parting ways with Jose Abreu. They won't be offering uh, any type of contract for him. Uh, and that maybe, maybe the Chicago Cubs are going to be interested uh, in targeting uh, Jose Abreu. And this brings up a lot of different emotions with Sox fans. Uh, the whole saying goodbye to Jose Abreu. I, I hate even talking about it. Uh, Abreu, of course, is a staple uh, with the Sox since 2014. Uh, primarily first base, a little bit of DH here and there. Followed in the footsteps of Paul Canerco, who followed, of course, uh, Frank Thomas. Not, not the way we wanted to see Abreu uh, leave the sacks, if this is uh, true. And again, we, we don't know. these. This is the rumor season, uh, but it's sure you can make a case. For, yeah, the White Sox will part ways with Abreu, despite his offense uh, this past year, feeling like maybe the only a member of the Sox that cared at times. Power numbers dropped, and there's a logjam. Uh, first base, a DH, what are you going to do? What's the direction that the White Sox want to go, and who are they going to build around? Uh, and I don't think it's necessarily a financial thing uh, for the Sox with Jose Abreu. I think it's just personnel. If he goes to the Chicago Cubs, I mean, that's a dagger. That is that stings. I mean, if, seeing him in any uniform, uh, you know, whether it is in the AL Central, which would hurt, uh, or across town in a Cubs uniform, I can't even imagine. Uh, it's difficult. You could possibly take the, it's not, uh, it's not personal, it's just business approach. Uh, Abreu is a guy that we'll be talking about, uh, I'm sure, quite a bit. There'll be a lot of rumors. Uh, but I think Jose Abreu, that situation needs to be figured out quickly, very quickly. And then, you know, things will kind of fall uh, into place. Uh, and and maybe the manager, maybe the new manager has some say with that. I, I don't know. Uh, you're hearing names like Bruce Bochy and, and Schilt and Washington from Atlanta. Atlanta just got bounced from the playoffs. You're hearing those names as being front runners. Bob Nightingale has talked about that. Uh, you've all, I'm also hearing reports as I'm sure you have that Bruce Bochy has been contacted by the Texas Rangers who are looking to fill a managerial job and, and that Bochy hasn't even been contacted by the White Sox. Uh, and there is the, uh, polarization of the off season. You will see some reports of, oh, absolutely. Uh, this name is at the top of their list. And then a few days later, uh, some other baseball insider will come out with something that, you know what? No, the, the Sox haven't even contacted that person, let alone uh, have them on their on their list. Uh, Ozzie Guillen's name continues to be brought up. You'll see some accounts, uh, some folks on social media that, yep, any day now, Ozzie Guillen will be announced. And then uh, you'll hear other reports that Ozzie Guillen hasn't even been contacted. And that is not a route that the Sox are going to go in. We're hearing that there have been interviews. The Sox... Uh, have been talking to Joe Espada and, and Miguel Cairo, uh, Pedro uh, Griffel, uh, which is from the Kansas City Royals organization, 
and have requested uh, to talk to Washington uh, from Atlanta. Uh, Joe Madden, uh, former Chicago Cub coach, uh, Los Angeles Angels, uh, he is interested. I think he just came out with a book recently and has been going on a lot of different uh, TV and radio uh, stations talking to folks about his interest to come back to manage. Uh, and his quote is, I'll talk to anybody. And if I'm the White Sox, I don't know if I want somebody that's necessarily saying they'll talk to anybody. I want somebody that wants the White Sox job. Like this is their job. They just don't want to manage again. They want to manage for the Chicago White Sox. So we'll see if Joe Madden actually gets uh, an interview. Uh, Mark Feinsand, uh, there, uh, this is what he said on Twitter uh, just recently, maybe a day or so ago, uh, regarding managerial searches around uh, MLB. Uh, he said there's a buzz within the industry that Philly's hitting coach, Kevin Long, is emerging as a potential managerial candidate uh, for at least one of the five openings, and that are the Royals, White Sox, Marlins, uh, Blue Jays and Rangers. And it sounds like Joe Espada also interviewed uh, with the Marlins. So wondering what the Sox are going to do if they're waiting for other teams to, you know, get bounced from the playoffs. Will you wait too long that way? Uh, you know, is there a, a certain candidate that they had in mind heading into the offseason before maybe the season ended? And if they found that candidate, I mean, would you just offer them uh, that that gig, and maybe you can't wait. Maybe you have to wait, perhaps, until after the World Series. I know baseball kind of likes that. No big announcements until the World Series is over. I don't know, uh, but I'm sure you know. As tomorrow, and you know, down the down the line this week, uh, we're going to hear more names being talked about as we record here. 17 years ago, you, you got to talk about this, uh, and, and of course. 17 years ago, the White Sox punched their World Series ticket. Uh, they lost the first game of the ALCS to the Angels and then went on a roll. Uh, got complete games, four straight complete games from Garland, uh, Burley, Garcia, Contreras. Uh, you're not going to see that again. Four straight complete games. Uh, Neil Cotts uh, was the only arm out of the bullpen during the entire ALCS, and that was in game one. Uh, first time, of course, the White Sox saw the World Series since 1959. Uh, as we start remembering, this is kind of coming up soon to when the Sox started uh, the World Series on the south side, game one and game two, and 17 years ago. Uh, absolutely crazy. Uh, Jose Abreu, going to talk about him quite a bit, I'm sure, this offseason. Uh, the White Sox rumored to be parting ways uh, with their uh, captain, really, since 2014. Is Andrew Vaughn ready uh, to take over at first base? More on that uh, in a moment. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to, to protect their home. Uh, you don't earn that trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. Uh, I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Uh, here's why I love it. With 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents uh, call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. 
Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats in your home. Our monitoring experts use advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real, uh, so you get the highest priority uh, police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash MLB. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Uh, visit simplysafe.com slash MLB to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Well, with Jose Abreu rumored uh, to be leaving the White Sox organization, uh, all eyes are really on Andrew Vaughn. And, you know, whether or not he's untouchable, you know, I, I've heard rumors that maybe Andrew Vaughn is going to be packaged up for some players that, you know, some depth, some socks, uh, you know, socks have a lot of needs in a lot of different spots. And if they're not going to throw money at situations, uh, trading, they're going to have to get creative. Let's assume that Andrew Vaughn uh, sticks around and that he uh, he is going to be a focal uh, focal point. He is going to be uh, center stage for the Sox moving forward. Uh, in 2022, not a bad season for Andrew Vaughn. Uh, 17 home runs, which led the White Sox. 28 doubles, uh, 76 RBIs, which also led the White Sox. Uh, he slashed 271, 321, and 429. Uh, that was Vaughn playing 134 games uh, this past season. All of those numbers I just talked about uh, were an increase from his 2021 season, and we have yet to see Andrew Vaughn play regularly at his natural position, uh, which, of course, is first base. Uh, again, letting Abreu walk, in my mind, is not necessarily a matter of money. It's the Sox painting themselves in a corner with a surplus of first base uh, DH uh, players. And, and I'm speaking specifically uh, of Andrew Vaughn, Gavin Sheets. Uh, what are you going to do with Gavin Sheets? You know, love the lefty bat, but do not love him in right field. Um, is he going to maybe be a platoon first baseman with Andrew Vaughn? Uh, if the Sox can actually figure out the outfield for once, I, I don't know. And, and when, and if that's the case, what do you say to, uh, Jose Abreu, well, we'd like you to be a DH, uh, Jose Abreu. He, he doesn't like to do that. Uh, he wants to continue to play, and he's talked about, you know, he knows he has more years. He loves the game. Uh, well, then that means, okay, well, if you're going to stay at first base, then Andrew Vaughn, we're going to have to DH you. Well, that, what does that mean for Aloy Jimenez? We saw Aloy's numbers, especially the second half after the All-Star break. And I know Jimenez doesn't want to be a full-time DH, but you have to stay healthy, Aloy Jimenez. You were on the team, not for your glove, but for your bat. So then that goes all the way back to the situation of if you're going to let Jose Abreu walk, Andrew Vaughn becomes your first baseman. Get him at his natural position. And hopefully, hopefully we'll see some of those numbers increase when he's feeling comfortable and not having to also learn a new position out on the field. Vaughn, you know, wasn't forced upon the organization. Andrew Vaughn was drafted number three overall in 2019, and it 
would be really nice to see one of these high draft picks actually work out uh, for the White Sox. There have been some duds that maybe in real time seemed like a good idea, uh, but have just not worked out, have not provided anything for the White Sox uh, moving forward here. Maybe that number three spot in the 2019 draft, Andrew Vaughn can be that moving forward. Love to see what he can do at that natural position. Uh, now, if the Sox bring back uh, a Brayu, which that could happen, I think you're going to have to look at trading Andrew Vaughn. Uh, trade him now before he depreciates further, and you you know you're better to get something back, bunch of talent perhaps uh, that the Sox can use now. I, again, define bunch. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, it's a few guys that you can plug in right away, uh, and and that maybe is. Not realistic. Uh, it depends. Sometimes the Sox, you know, they overanalyze uh, some of the players that they have on their team, uh, overvalue them. Maybe they expect this great return from other teams, but other teams are saying to them, "I know what you have, and you're you're completely overvaluing your talent." So if Vaughn uh, does become the man at first base moving forward, you know, a lot of pressure on him. Of course, follows a rich history of first baseman in the Sox organization, Thomas Canerco, and of course, Abreu. Uh, but you drafted Andrew Vaughn for a reason. Uh, other first-round picks in recent years have not panned out. Uh, Collins, Fulmer, Berger. I don't know what's going to happen with Berger moving forward. Magical, Birdie. Uh, maybe Andrew Vaughn is that one that will actually work out uh, for the White Sox. Uh, the MLB playoffs have featured scoreless marathons and as well as uh, some intriguing underdog stories. Oh, what could have been for the White Sox. Uh, more on that in a moment. The NLCS uh, has been set. Philadelphia playing San Diego. Bryce Harper, uh, Manny Machado uh, in the NLCS. Either Harper or Machado are uh, going to be headed to the World Series, of course. And anytime you start talking about Bryce Harper, or Manny Machado, especially when it comes to the playoffs, and now you're seeing them having success, you got to think 2018-2019 offseason for the White Sox. Sox were rumored to be uh, not only in on one, but in on both. Uh, and Manny Machado uh, met with the White Sox. Bryce Harper met uh, with the White Sox. And boy, you can go on and on about uh, what happened there. Why? <laughs> is Manny Machado not in a White Sox uniform? And that goes for Harper. Uh, Harper has talked about how great the meeting went and his visions of playing on the South side and, and the, the culture of playing at 35th and Shields and, and what a Sox fan, you know, what the makeup is of a Sox fan. And just to go back and read some of those quotes, it, it's still aggravating. Um, but you know, the Sox didn't spend the money. The Sox didn't play the game that Machado's camp wanted them to play. Uh, they played it their way, and it didn't work out. As for Harper, you know, I, I still that, – that, that's the one that I really wanted. That would have answered, of course, the power lefty bat, uh, the right fielder position. Could even maybe played a little DH here and there, of course. Um, but one of, those, uh, one of those players, one of those uh, teams will be headed to the World Series, uh, Yankees and – Guardians, that's an interesting series as well. I know a lot of folks uh, just cannot root for the Yankees, can't stomach it, so they're pulling for the Guardians. Honestly, I, you know, I get it. You know, especially 
having visions of what the Yankees did for a while, you know, in the nineties and two thousands and just irritating, very, very irritating, but I just can't, I can't pull for the guardians. It's a tough situation. It's really tough. Uh, and it looks like you're going to have, well, obviously Houston's advanced. So it's impressive what Cleveland's doing. It's absolutely impressive. And I know there's a lot of folks that want Cleveland to advance to kind of show the white Sox organization. See, uh, you know, look at what they're doing. You know, we got to compete with that now, you know, figure it out this off season. Uh, but I, it's tough for me to root for Cleveland. So we'll see that that should be wrapped up very soon. Uh, and then you're going to have your ALCS and NLCS uh, figured out. And again, uh, the Harper Machado thing is going to be really interesting uh, to watch. Folks, really appreciate uh, you coming back and making time for this podcast in your uh, daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere. Uh, we are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan uh, brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever uh, you get your podcasts. Uh, coming up on the next episode, I will dive a little deeper into individual player performances like Dylan Cease uh, and continue to look at off-season options. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox!